podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. A magnificent effort by Rab Madden to put a spanner on the works tonight, but Celtic bypass his nonsense to eventually run out 1-0 winners over Hearts. This is Tino with the final whistle show. I'm joined here by James. James, the hand roller coaster takes you to some crazy places. How did you enjoy tonight's ride? <laughs> it was a roller coaster, but just have to say, buzzing at the end of the 90 minutes there to, to get that. Um, doesn't matter how you get it. Celtic are well, well worthy of the win. But just absolutely buzzing three points and keeps ourselves moving. Yeah, definitely. So you'll hear the fact that we're both about horse. A mix of shouting at Bobby Madden, Robbie Nielsen, Barry Mackay, James Forrest, shouting at everybody. But that's all part of the game. So what we'll do, James, we'll, we'll look at the starting lineup first of all. Um, the biggest news was that Carter Vickers was missing for what's been put down as personal reasons. And I believe he's now back for the weekend, according to Ange. So that's good. Starfelt starts in his place, had a really solid game. We'll cover that shortly. James Forrest back in the right and Rodgers back in the midfield. What impact do you think the changes had on how Celtic started the game? It's funny because you would expect, you know, losing your centre-halves you know, when they'd been starting to be quite settled, you know, Carter Vickers and uh, Welsh there. Um, I'm on record with not being a huge Starfield fan. I thought he was immense tonight. Um, not that he was under any great pressure. He just dealt with everyone very calmly. I think he's come back fitter. Um, Forrest frustrated me, but he frustrates me. Everyone knows that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought you know we were well worthy of the attacking play and the chances we were making. Just didn't quite come off in terms of goals. But you know the the, the, chan- the, the changes made uh, a very Celtic, a very Angie Celtic team. Yeah, I thought um, I thought Rodgers looked in the mood early bells, and, and he wasn't involved wasn't involved in everything that Celtic done, but. When he when he's in the mood and he's on the ball, he's got that turn. He's got a presence. He's got the you know the kind of you know, he just gets his body in front of things, and he's got just these just get these magic wee feet. He's a serious talent, and I think he makes a huge difference to what we do. Um, I thought I think you're right as well about Starfield. You know, he was under pressure towards the end. I just thought he won every single header. I I I would like to, and I will watch that game back at some point just to see exactly um where he stood out. But I just thought he made a real difference and. He stood up to be counted tonight. He did, and you know, not just at the back. You know, the couple of the uh, corners that came in, he was there making chances. You know, he was claiming headers in the box in Hearts box as well. Um, very, very impressive. So maybe he's just one of those guys. He's taking his time to settle in. He's been listening to every single word and just told him. Yeah, he's come back and he's looking hungry. So all the better for that. I think it'll likely be him and Carter Vickers on Sunday. So that'll be interesting to see them back together. Um, yeah, so Celtic, you know. As we tend to do at Celtic Park, we've you know, started well, we're creating chances. I need to note that Craig Gordon was time-wasting after three minutes. What do you make of that? Aye, Nielsen coming out and saying, oh, you were unlucky not to win. He set out, you know, he came out in the media during the week saying, or a couple of days ago saying he's going to come out and try and win and he's time-wasting after three minutes. We know what that is. They're going to try and get the game, waste the game for 80 minutes and try and sneak a goal at the end. Didn't work out for him. Yeah, anything that... Time waste after three minutes deserves nothing and they got nothing, so good enough for them. Um anyway, yep, so you know, we've had some kind of decent chances, decent pressure. I actually thought and think the ball over the top sometime for Celtic is the ball. There was one that Kyogo just couldn't bring down and one Turnbull couldn't bring down. So Ange ball's great and there's a lot of intricate passing and we'll get to the goal in a second, but sometimes the route over the top is the way to go. 
I think that is part of Ange Ball because they're, they're playing on that shoulder, they're running on the shoulder. Um, Kyogo more than Turnbull for that kind of ball. Turnbull just happened in, in the position, but he, he hasn't got the legs for that. But, you know, I don't, I don't think that uh, conflicts with Ange Ball at all. Yeah, I thought it was uh, clever play at times, and I hope we do a bit more of that when required. Um, some notable chatting for the Hearts fans, Chiro 10 in a row. Nice folk. What's it going to do with them? I mean, that, that, I thought about that as well. It's like, you do know we got nine in a row as well. You know, that this is all gone missing, the fact that Celtic got nine in a row in my lifetime. So, aye, what's it got to do with you, wee man? Yeah. Um, certainly something worth covering, and we'll maybe cover a wee bit more here, but Bobby Madden, I thought, had a very uh, effective game, if that's the right word, in terms of how he wanted to impact the game. Lots of this stop-start stuff. I spoke to a guy pre-match who speaks a lot of sense football-wise, and he says, watch for the constant whistling and the breaking up play. And basically playing into... Hearts' hands, you know, it suits our positions to just break us, break our play up and stop our flow. And you've seen that a lot. I don't know what you need to do to get a yellow card against Tom Rodgers. You can pull him and push him and tackle him and nudge him and nothing at all. And it just seemed constant filling. There was what I, I would describe as a lunge uh, on Kyogo, maybe a, you know, just short of 20 minutes in the game. No booking and barely a word. A guy was out of control and off the ground. I mean, it's at least a booking. I thought it was borderline red card. And he got a, a slight word, but it was never going to book him. Yeah. Um, there was also one in Ralston in the first five minutes that mer- maybe merited a booking. So, and all this, like you say, stop, start, give away scrappy fouls that aren't fouls against Celtic. Don't give fouls for Celtic when Hearts are blatantly fouling Celtic players. It's pathetic. Um, Celtic have got to start to look at this seriously. Yeah, There was one that really got to me as well, just before the half-hour mark. They've had a corner, that's fine. They've put it deep in the box. And a guy's just all over Starfelt fills him. Starfelt manages to hold his ground and win the header, but we're still under pressure. And any other f- corner or free kick in the box, you see the defender getting the, the benefit of the doubt and getting that free kick, and, and we just didn't get it. So just real frustration. And I just think it's between that and some of, some of the refereeing you see last night, it's, I think it's pretty obvious. And I don't mean it doesn't have to be you know penalty kicks being awarded against Celtic or red cards to Celtic. It's these wee things that actually make a difference and it gives teams a wee glimmer of hope. So I just think it's... We just need to watch out for it. But I wonder if there's little, if anything, we can do. With a European referee, Celtic coast that game tonight. Simple as that. Yeah, I think we create far more. Anyway, um, we've got the first goal. So I've clocked around about 34 minutes. Uh, It was a brilliant goal, wasn't it? And then Tony Ralston's really made the difference. Talk us through it. Just great movement, but his vision as well. Um, was it Rogic got in a position there? Yeah. But Ralston is making all the moves and, and he's indicating to Rogic he's going to make that move and Rogic is kind of indicating them to make the move. So they were in really good communication. And you're just saying, whip it in, Tony, and he does exactly that. And Kyogo goes right at the uh, near post. And it's such a deft touch to get it around Gordon and such pace on it as well. So... Beautiful, aye. Yeah, I thought it was a, a great goal all around. It's the kind of vision that Rodgers gives you that we've maybe been missing. He's just got the savvy to know that Ralston's getting round him. Ralston's delivery's been absolutely spot on. Kyogo's finish is very cute. Suggestion that it was offside. So obviously we've been in the game, not seen it back yet. And it sounds like it may have been a, it might have been a marginal call. But listen, we had a very good goal dropped off at Tynecastle in the first game of the season. So as they say, these things tend to even themselves out over the course of a season. Aye, <laughs> on those two particular occasions, but I think we're well in the deficit. Yeah, so I think uh, really good going. Some of them you'll get, some of them you won't. Um, unfortunately, Montgomery's uh, sorry, Ralston's gone down injured and had to be pre- replaced by Montgomery. By all accounts, Andrew's quite concerned about it. There's a silver lining of sorts that it allows Juranovic to move to right back, but 
it's tough on Ralston, who's been having a great season, eh? Yeah, and, you know, having a good game um, and made the goal, you know. But we have been asking the question, what will it look like to have Juranovic at uh, right back? Now we've got the chance to see it. The problem is, you wouldn't really want to be doing that until January when you've signed a left back. So it's, we're back to Taylor's in contention, by the way. So Taylor's coming back, Montgomery's in there, Scales seems to be, he'll be playing the best game because he only plays in Europe. So it's that the problem is, we haven't fulfilled the left back as much as we want to see Juranovic at right back yeah I think it's take your pick for who'll be left back on Sunday against United so we'll just need to see but it does give Juranovic uh, a chance on the right I thought he did look quite attacking he looked more uh, there was more attacking intent from him uh, in that second half so let's see we've been crying out to see it it's unfortunate for Tony Ralston but let's see what Juranovic brings to the party um, getting into the second half <laughs> I've made a note uh, not far in five minutes in or so that the, the fans need to show more patience with the build up now by the fans I mean me at times because mm-hmm. sometimes I thought so interesting of course that Welsh goes to the right of the centre half pair tonight he's usually on the left of Carter Vickers and Starfelt's on the left hand side at times Starfelt's had a very good game defensively but at times I think him and Welsh are quite slow bringing the ball out and I would just like a wee bit more urgency at times but also I appreciate that I think the fans have got a part to play in Angie's system. You know, it's a system that at times requires patience. It can't all be, you know, the the kind of second goal we scored against Leverkusen last week or that Ferenc-Faros goal with the, the Jota pass to Kugel. It can't all be like that, so I think we do have a part to play. We do. The, the kind of pass I give the fans on that one is, is that in the first half, Welsh was taking what for me was a bit of a cowardly approach and giving it to Ralston. And then Ralston was having to approach the player. There was plenty of space for Welsh to run, didn't he? Instead of, you know, just giving it, let Ralston go, you take it to the guy, and then give it to Ralston, rather than just passing it five, six yards in front of you. And it didn't happen in the second half, so he'd always been kind of instructed on that at half time. So, yeah, fans get frustrated with that stuff when, you know, they just want to see the team drive up a bit. So it can get frustrating, but yeah, and Andrew Trust and all that. Yeah. Um, so I'll cover the next few just quite quickly in terms of some of the opportunities so uh, we've found a, a free kick in a very decent spot um, I mentioned after uh, the game at the weekend there that we do lack creativity and for the one at the weekend it was just David Turnbull lining up for the free kick and he hit the wall this time it's Turnbull and McGregor so at least the goalie's got something to think about but same end result he smacks in the wall spins over for a corner so but disappointing we've had a, a really decent counter attack around about 53 minutes uh, Turnbull's done a wee kind of inside flick to Rogic he's found Juranovic who in turn has found Turnbull again in the edge of the box and it's been deflected for a corner and at that point you know we're pressing and we're looking good um, you know some really good stuff Juran- uh, Jota found Juranovic on the right hand side of the box if you remember he came breaking in at the angle but he's blazed it over the bar when it was a good opportunity Aye, but, you know, yeah but we're certainly in the ascendancy at that point and you're looking certainly 2-0 two, two at some point there aren't you yeah that's exactly it it was kind of you know, at that period it was waves of attack if you're going to be honest about it and it just wasn't going in you know you just weren't getting the, the final sense I thought yeah, I agree with that Juranovic won it it was just set up nicely for him and he's got such a dig on him he just kind of Get your head over the ball, you know. Yeah. I've noted then, um, just about the 67th minute, it's got a wee bit scrappy. Hearts for a decent break. It's got scrappy in the box and it's ended up with Boyce deflecting a shot wide for a corner. It looked like some really decent defending as well and some brave defending and I don't know who it was. So McGregor. Yeah, so again, I'll look back for that. I'll tell you how, how nervy it was getting at that point in the game though. The old uh, Heat of Lisbon chant didn't go up to the 69th minute. 
So, so things were that in the earlier end of it, 67, that there's a wee bit of a pause two minutes later. So DeMarc has been uh, champs of Europe in 1969, <laughs> the, the chant went up. But it was a wee bit nervy at that point because you know that one goal for them puts you right back in the mire. And then your worst fears are realised on 70 minutes when Jota pulls up, uh, which looks like a, a hammy injury. What was your take? I, I thought immediately it was a hammy, but listen to Ange, after the game, he, 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 that's not the one he's most concerned about. So... Maybe it's just a precaution. It was a wee kind of strain or something like that. It, it it wasn't in that most natural hamstring reaction, you know, straight away kind of thing. And no, maybe just more of a strain. But he, he definitely had to pull up from his run. Yeah. So and just after that, so Mikey Johnson's replaced Jota, and almost immediately after, I think before the ball's even been back in play, Welsh has gone down. Uh, and Beaton's come in for him. Welsh was down prior to that and mm-hmm. kept going. Yeah, so all of a sudden there's, there's concern. I, I have noted that around about the 75th minute, Hearts had a, a real spell of possession. There was anxiety around us, you know, the, the, it was pretty tense, some slack passing. We couldn't get out. Forrest had a couple of slack ones. Turnbull, at that point as well, I've clogged it at 77. Starfelt is down injured and we're just dropping like flies now. Just to step away from the game uh, for a moment, we know that, you know, on paper, we've got a really decent 11, maybe 12. When we start to dig into the squad and, and go into the squad, we're pretty threadbare and a couple of notable injuries. You know, we've, we've kind of mentioned that our worst fear is somebody like Jota, Kyogo or McGregor getting injured. And it would be a real concern if, if any of those guys go down and, and if Jota's out for anything other than a, a very short time. Yeah, we're, we're close to the January window. We're not close enough to get a guy signed and bedded in. You know, we, we just don't have... These guys have got to come back for... Sunday, and um, we can probably just about cover <coughs> Ralston because Juranovic, but it leaves us quite exposed at left back, so it's all that shuffle of back stuff. Um, no, I mean, Ange knows exactly where we are in terms of squad, and that's why he's making you know, no, no, uh, he's not shying away from the fact that we're going to be signing players in January. Like the, the, the reporter after the game was trying to coax out to him, was, Oh, you're going to maybe tell us you're maybe going to sign him. He's like, I am going to sign players, you know, there will be signings in January, so mm-hmm. yeah, we're threadbare at the moment. One of the players that were out tonight went out tonight to get back for Sunday and just limp us into January. Yeah. Um, so, as I say, around about 75 minutes, you know, Hearts were in the ascendancy, and that, that remained the case for certainly close into the 90 minutes. You know, we're under a spell for at least 10 minutes. Uh, I've got to notice, and I'm, I'm disappointed I'm having to say it, but there's clowns throwing stuff at the corner taker um, for Hearts. I think it was Barry McKay over taking the corner, X Rangers and all that stuff. That's absolutely fine. That shouldn't make a difference. Anyone who thinks throwing something's acceptable there is just embarrassing. It's, it's just really, really poor form. Uh, you know, there's 60,000 of us in there. There's going to be a few balloons in any crowd of 60,000. But uh, just have a look at yourself. You're embarrassing yourself and Celtic. And you're coming from within the Green Brigade section. So you're embarrassing the Green Brigade's good reputation as well. So just cut it out, man. Yeah, it's pretty poor. Um, <laughs> I've clocked uh, that Montgomery's picked up a, a yellow in the 83rd minute. I thought it was a kind of nothing foul, maybe a foul, but nothing else. And I'm amazed that that remained the only yellow card of the match. So, Hearts, thuggery, maybe a wee bit dramatic. But in the first half, pulling Rodic, clattering through Kyogo, somebody came through the back of Jota, various heavy, heavy fouls. And the end card count is one yellow for Celtic and zero for Hearts. Hatchet man, Montgomery. Um, I thought it was a... Uh, it's one of those, it was a foul, all right, but, you know, a harsh booking, and particularly harsh booking in the context of all the other things that went on in that game. So, eh, just look at the ref and who's who's given the yellow cards. Yep, Rab Madden. Um, 84th minute, the game should be put to bed. Kyogo and Forrest find themselves two on one, through on goal. You'd 
think Kyogo maybe could have taken a shot, but unselfishly he's put in Forrest. That guy next to me be screaming that Kyogo should have shot. Maybe, but listen, when it does go to Forrest, I think he's got to bury that and put the game to bed. Kyogo did 100% the right thing, which was the unselfish thing, because Forrest had made the space and it was a just slot at home number. Kyogo had a bit of traffic to get through, Forrest didn't. Forrest made an arse yeah, that's how that went. I think that's the bottom line. So instead of just, you know, relaxed, I was, I was cried out for two nil. To be honest, yeah, I was a bag of nerves. Oh, well, as I, you settle and relax, enjoy the last five minutes. Yeah, you know? so just it made for that kind of tense. There was obviously five minutes injury played as well. So you know, you're getting into the ninety five minutes of football, and it's it's a tense one. Hearts have had a serious serious chance around about eighty fifth minute. It's one of those ones where it breaks in the box, and see, honestly, it's all about a blur. But I just remember one. Flashing right across goal And it must have been Seriously close Aye Even Once I was happy That it had gone past uh, For a goal kick I thought Can I wait to get up the road To see that tonight Because I want to see How close it was From you know We're down the other end of that uh, And it looked very Very close I think it was Nielsen Claiming for a penalty Of some variety in that yeah, I'm not sure So he's, he's very upset Post-match Nielsen saying that Aye. Celtic didn't beat him tonight The the officials beat him And right, I think that is on. Cheap and poor Do you know what See if he Takes more of the second half from the start of the game and actually has a go at something. He might get something out of the game. So I have no sympathy. I've never got any sympathy for Arts, but I've got no sympathy for that kind of greeting. Um, I'll be honest with you. Here, my my notes for the final five, six, seven minutes are non-existent because <laughs> you just can't take notes when that's going on. And you know it was just really tense and it, the game was wide open. And with a couple of half chances, we tried to work something in the box for us to Turnbull. Mikey Johnson's been poor tonight. Don't want to dwell on it, but. He's not at himself and he's going to get a chance now that Jota's missing, so we'll, we'll see what comes of that. But, yeah, it's been a real nervy end of the game. I do think in the final couple of minutes of injury time, we showed a bit of maturity. Juranovic keeping it down on the right-hand side and we had a free kick and we could have whipped it in the box. They'd done the right thing. They just ran down the clock. Um, listen, it was tense, it was nervous, it was all those things, but you take 1-0 against Hearts all day long and we can kick on. Aye, we spent most of the five minutes injury time in Hearts half. You know, that that's... What Angie's training them to do, you know, don't don't defend uh, with a deep line, get the ball up there and and not I'm saying you know, cavalier attacks and stuff, <coughs> but start defending when you've got the ball in Hearts half, because um, it's a lot less stressful in that position than down your own eighteen yard line. So um, I, I, it's not the first time Celtic have done that this season or even this uh, last few weeks. So they're showing a bit of maturity there and they're showing that they're, they're responding to. The good coaching that's going into them Yeah I think they're showing maturity I also think they're sh- they've shown Real resilience At times to come through that tonight Because You can't underestimate the fact that They've lost Carter Vickers At what looks to be short notice They've lost Ralston in the first half And listen You see what you want about Tony Ralston He's been one of our best performers this season You lose him early uh, Then you lose Jota Who's easily You know The, the star man uh, Welsh then goes down So all of a sudden so, you're putting beat on A non-centre half at centre half Starfelt plays 90 minutes in his first game back. Rogic plays 90 minutes. So I think you've got to, you know, sometimes you get, you get caught in the heat of the game. And I've seen some chat from some of the lads in the WhatsApp after saying it's a great game of football. But you don't see that, do you, when you're in, in the moment and you're caught up in it. But actually, when you take a step back, I think there's real credit due to the players for the character they've shown across the board there. I definitely. I mean, I'd, I'd love to be a neutral watching a game like that because it must have been enthralling. Uh, it was not enthralling for me It was an absolute stress ball But um, yeah All credit to them for, for getting through that With so much upheaval And you know No chat post-match From the any of the media commentary About the upheaval Celtic underwent tonight um, We just don't get any credit 
don't want it. Just, just let's go about our business like they did tonight and got the three points. Yeah. Um, I thought Andy's interview was interesting. So he was initially pretty calm. You know, he was kind of, you know, yeah, it's, it's that kind of game and, you know, glad to get the, the win. And I think he spiked up a bit. He was kind of, you know, this, at the suggestion that Hearts were worthy of more. And he said not not from where he was sitting. He, you know, he he maintains we had some big opportunities. And he's right. You've got to look at Forrest Chance and Juranovic and Mikey Johnson and different things. And we've absolutely taken the game to them and we've absolutely dominated the first half especially. So it was interesting to see him spike up and defend the team. And actually it was quite good to listen to him. I like the fact that he's got the measure of the media here and he's he's generally quite calm. But I also like the fact that now and then he'll spike up and fight the corner for us. I think that's exactly. He's got the measure of it. He's happy to let things go, give people a, an extra question when they make a mess of one. But tonight he was just like, that's far enough. You know, I'm going to stop you there. And he was really, really sharp on it. And he kind of gave Nielsen his dinner. And it was just nice to see because he's... he's not only just defending himself and his style, but he's defending his players there and saying there was only one team that deserved to win that game and it was Celtic. So nonsense from Nielsen and really nicely done by Ange there. Yeah. So uh, we're now going to Sunday against Dundee United. So we've talked on the weekly show about these nine games in December, but, but particularly the fact that there's seven crucial league games. So that's one out of seven done and dusted, six to go. The next one's Dundee United. We'll be going there... A wee bit light, you know, in terms of some of the injuries, and we'll need to see how guys come back and whether it's Carter Vickers back into the fold. But how do you think the players will be feeling ahead of Sunday? I think they'll be buzzing because at the end of the day, they had three tough points to pick up tonight and they got them in challenging circumstances, playing the ref, the whole thing. The crowd were right behind them, all of that. So it's a bit like the phase before. We said that, you know, there's the games you need to win. First thing is first, you know, don't lose the, the first of those games, get the three points under your belt and start cracking on for there, and that's where we are. Yeah, I think overall, you know, tonight's one of those ones where you can only really enjoy the game after the fact and once the whistle goes, but overall, you know, it's always good to get a win over somebody like Hearts and it was, it was well deserved over the piece. I'm not entirely sure if we can go another 23 league games like that, James, but the three points are the main thing, so we'll take them and we can now move on to Sunday against Dundee United. We'll be back with you after that one, but in the meantime, and as always, thanks for listening. by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.